Today we're beginning <clears throat> to practice equanimity, the fourth one of these divine states. Equanimity upeka. Can you hear me better now? Can you hear me now? Ah, thank you. So today, equanimity upeka. Equanimity upeka, I think of as the uh, grandparent of the other three. They don't function so well without grandma being present. This grandparent is the grand view that keeps them grand. We so easily are not really loving. We, we love providing you love me back or you behave well. We can have compassion, but so easily we don't like it. We don't like the pain, we shrink. We can even be happy when you're happy, but we do get greedy about that and want a little more for ourselves. It's equanimity that allows us to sort of rise above the personal, to grow beyond the desire that goes along with love so easily and the resistance and fear that goes along with pain and even the greed and deliciousness of feasting on joy. Equanimity is a fruit of practice. To practice a fruit is tricky. We can incline our minds there. And uh, the point of these phrases, I don't know who of you have looked at them on the board, but they're often complicated looking and sometimes confounding. So, um, I like to think of three principles going along when we incline our minds towards equanimity. One principle, which, which need to all be there together, one principle, one uh, aspect of this is our warmth, is that we care. We care, we care the heart being engaged in this, even if it's a really zoomed out view of what's happening, the heart, we're not so zoomed out that we've forgotten that we're people with hearts, with fate, with things which are difficult, with things which are beautiful, that we, we are affected. It's, it's zoomed out as much as a grandmother, but not zoomed out as much as a grandmother in the grave, let's say. <laughs> still engaged in life, still warm. So that's one principle that we care, our hearts are there. The second is the principle of the fact that life is challenging and full of all of the ups and downs for every one of us and will always be so and there's nothing wrong with that. But the truth of the rise and fall, if you like, of our lives, that's the second principle, caring and rise and fall. And the third, which makes this uh, an interesting practice is that understanding that comes from the big view that 
instead of the way we normally are, which is dependent on circumstance, we are in fact independent of circumstance if we're wise enough. And our happiness isn't dependent on whether we're going up or going down, but it actually is dependent upon how we are with it, how we choose to respond, how we are able to hold the rising and falling of life. So I'll read you some of the more traditional phrases and some of the other phrases that were on the board, and then we'll practice with my phrases. You are the heir to or the owner of your karma. Your happiness and your unhappiness depend on your actions, not so much on my wishes for you. Whether I understand it or not, things are unfolding according to a lawful nature. All beings meet their joys and sorrows according to a lawful nature. Or... Things are just as they are. Que sera, sera. No matter how I might wish things to be otherwise, things are as they are. Or may I accept this just as it is. Or I care for you, but I can't control your happiness and unhappiness. So, this is my version of these. Life's play rises and falls. I care for you deeply, regardless. And your happiness depends not on these, but on your choices. May you remain unshaken in life's rise and fall. I care for you deeply, anyway whether you're happy, whether you're not, whether you're choosing wisely, whether you're caught in the ups and downs. Your happiness isn't about whether you're going up, whether you're going down, or whether I love you or wish you to be well or not. Ultimately, we make our own happiness by our choices. That's what it means by karma. We are the owners of our karma, the heirs of our karma. We're the heirs of our choices. So... We'll practice by reflecting and repeating some of these wishes. And I'll offer mine, I'll throw in some variations, and you'll find some of your own. Some of the time when I'm guiding you, you might, there may be longer and more words than you might use on your own. It's not about the words or having the right phrases. It's about being able to care regardless whether it's for myself or whether it's for another. Today we will begin by using the muse of the neutral one, the one we don't know so much about. And the reason we choose this one as a, be- as a beginning one is um, it's skillful, as this is tricky to practice, to practice with one whose rise and fall we don't know. And so we're not so likely to be caught in the possible you know, risk of wishing that it be some other way. Wanting to hold on to some good times they're having or shrinking because that's easier for us to do than staying open to the rise and fall. 
So we don't know the rise and fall. So it makes it slightly insulated for us. So we begin with this one. And then we'll move to the benefactor. And the sense behind that is the benefactor, if we're using them in a traditional way, is often someone who has already some of their own wisdom and who themselves is less likely to be reacting to their own ups and downs and are more likely to be able to choose wisely. So often that's why they're our benefactor, because they've been choosing wisely and being helping to us, helpful to us. So, so equanimity is about not reacting to the challenge of when it goes up and when it goes down, and how that triggers our greed and hatred. So, please be comfy. Come inside to your comfortable posture. Sense of being here in the room. Being steady. Being relaxed. And then that sense of zooming out, that sense of that spacious mind that Guy was offering this morning and talking about last night. Being sufficiently spacious to be able to see how things come and go and rise and fall throughout life. That grandmother view. And settling into somewhat that steadiness already. And then invite into your awareness for today's beginning muse, that neutral one, that familiar one about whom you have no information, no story. That being, picture them, sense them, recall Feel as if they're actually close here with you, if that helps you. Or imagine yourself with them in the setting where you generally encounter them. Let the details establish themselves. And then remember, as you remain connected, that even though you have not the information about the story of who they are, they have a story. They have had their years of ups and downs. 
and they will continue. And they may be right in the midst of an up or a down for all you know. And so we open to this and say to them, life's play rises and falls. And I care for you, regardless. Your happiness, however, depends not on these, but on your choices. May you remain unshaken in life's play. This play of life rises and falls. I care for you, regardless. Your happiness, however, depends not on these things, but on your choices. May you remain unshaken by life's rise and fall. (coughs) Things are just as they are. May you accept things are rising and falling. I care for you, but my caring cannot control your happiness or unhappiness. You are the heir to your karma. Your happiness and unhappiness depend on your actions, not on my wishes for you. And I care. Life play rises and falls. I care for you regardless. Your happiness, however, depends not on these, but on your choices. May you remain unshaken in life's play. Feeling your own spaciousness. Your own big view that can 
appreciate the truth of the ups and downs. Remain steadily bigger than this play. And extending that steadiness out towards this neutral person, this person you know not well. Life's play rises and falls. I care for you, regardless. Your happiness depends not on these, but on your choices. May you remain unshaken by life's play. Okay, Sarah, Sarah. And I care. So continue for a few more minutes with this one, with these three aspects of caring. Life's ups and downs, your connected heart, and the big truth that happiness depends on neither, but on our own clarity of mind.
life's play rises and falls, or life is a play of joys and sorrows. I care for you regardless of this rise and fall. But your happiness depends not on these wishes and ups and downs, but on your choices. May you remain unshaken in life's play. Now we can say thank you to that familiar stranger 
And uh, let's invite in who you've been using over these weeks as a, a being who benefits you, your benefactor. And take some time to bring them here and fill them out in your psyche in whatever way you do. Remembering, sensing, picturing, setting, And you may or you may not know a whole lot of the story of this one, but you do know that they have some capacity to be beneficial to you. They probably have some steadiness of their own. They may well already understand these three principles. Again, those three are that we are caring beings the more we practice, the more our needs and fears can calm down. The more we find we actually resonate with others, the more space we have to care for each other. We care. And that life is unpredictable. and is experienced as the 10,000 joys and 10,000 sorrows for all of us in this conditioned realm. This is how it is. And remembering we need not be victims of this life of up and down. We can have independent steadiness and ride with the waves if we choose other than reactivity as a response. So here's your benefactor. Bring them here Establish a sense of them as best you can, however you do. Appreciation, gratitude, fondness. Enjoyment. Trust. And then out of these wholesome states with which you relate to them, begin 
extending this blessing to them. Life's play rises and falls. And I care for you deeply, regardless. Your happiness, however, depends not on these, but on your own choices. May you remain unshaken by life's rise and fall. Life is a play of joys and sorrows. I care for you deeply anyway. Your happiness does not depend on these but on your choices. May you remain unshaken in life's play. You are the heir to your karma. Your happiness and unhappiness depend on your actions, not so much my wishes or you are the author of your acts and their fruit. Things are just as they are. No matter how much I might wish they be otherwise. Life's play rises and falls. I care for you deeply, regardless. Your happiness and unhappiness depends not on these, but on your own choices. May you remain unshaken in life's rise and fall.
And just to be clear, when I talk about choice, the mind that's untrained doesn't have any choice. It's at the mercy of the ups and downs. The mind that has some training can choose how it's going to respond. That's what we're doing is discovering we've got lots more choice than we've ever thought. So anybody wants to uh, ask me questions, please stay. And if anybody would like to not, please go ahead and leave. I'll take a few moments for you to leave. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.